do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Show now! Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Show now! Well, who am I? Show now! Shogun of For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geekwatch 1. Welcome back, Geeksters, to issue 131 of Geekwatch 1. And we're actually, for the first time ever, recording in what will be the future and home of Geekwatch 1, the Oddball Outpost, the Assembly of Odd. Mr. Yeah. I'll have to get some pictures and show you guys the new place. And yeah, you can yeah. probably hear how empty it sounds. With all the stuff we've moved in. <laughs> yeah. But um, we are at the um, the new Mother Earth Creation Studios, which aren't quite studios yet, but they will be. Right. They will be. We're going to yeah. be building an actual podcast studio in here. Grand opening pending. Yes. <laughs> Still waiting on the paperwork. It, it Well, actually, it depends how long it takes them to put together all the shelving and everything. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. spent, what, it's gonna be a while. six, seven hours today um, moving everything out of storage and into here? Uh-huh. Yes. Nine to six. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a much. full day, full day's work right there. Yeah. On a Sunday. Yes. <laughs> That's how much we like Andy. <laughs> but, but we did rob um, two new friends, so we're okay. <laughs> so, um, but this this is your spoiler warning now. We always saw this at the beginning. We're talking Justice League. We're going to spoil everything in this movie, including the um, the closed scenes. Yes. Which the, clo- the second one was a huge surprise for me. Really? Okay. What was in the scene was yeah. this, well you read yeah. spoilers anyway. I know, so I read them ahead of time, I did. When you read I the did. spoiler, did you know what was did it surprise you? It did and we'll talk about why. Exactly. <laughs> and I felt so, sorry for the people that were still dumb and left early. Yeah, how do people leave comic book movies well, when they end these days? Like I just don't understand that. We'll give you guys a warning before we actually get into Justice League, but no, the, you got to remember DC Films has only had one movie with a t- post-credit scene. True. Suicide Squad was the only one that had a post-credit true. scene. That's true. So they honestly they may not have expected it. But hey, true. Uh, but and there's a lot of family. Like I've talked to friends who have like kids and stuff like that. Who they don't take the kids to the movies, but they leave right away because the kids are with the babysitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, some people don't stick around. And, and I'm just like, it's an extra five to ten minutes. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> so excuses, be- excuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> before we get into all the Justice League stuff, so you guys can listen for a little while. We'll warn you before we actually get into it. Yeah. But um, what have you guys done this week? Have you done anything other than recovering? Uh, been, Kyle has been recovering from Conor McCoy. I, I, yeah, I've so. been failing at recovering. <laughs> so have you, yes. Mr. Long, have you recovered from um, your trip across the My border My last again? trip, yes. I've, I've pretty much recovered. So, so the people who are sending you across the border, are they paying you well yet? <laughs> no, she's I'm not going to talk about what happens when I cross that border. <laughs> no, you just pull, you just send really bad pictures, and like, I, the rest of us very jealous. I, I will tell you that I did not smuggle in any Kinder eggs. I know better than that. They are coming to. <laughs> they are coming. They are coming like this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. are they real Kinder eggs yes. coming? 
No. Yes. Wow. Yes. They are coming. So don't choke on the toys. <laughs> yeah. That's how they what, got did banned. the FDA finally approve it or something? Right. <laughs> well, okay. If they can't lift the ban on killing elephants, they're gonna lift the ban on kids kill kids. You know, they actually they dropped they dropped drop that ban yet. Yeah. They dropped they lifting del- that they ban. They delayed. They it. delayed. Yeah. Dropping lift. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You know, that. Yeah. That. But I think we're gonna uh, change. I can't put words together right now. We're gonna now. change the direction of this a little bit because we don't do political stuff on no, this side. No, we're not. We're not talking not. rules and the government. We, but we love elephants. That's right. <laughs> so, um, but you, you guys basically just recover from the trips yeah, to different con. What if we we did basically the same thing this week, didn't we? <laughs> Try to. We still haven't slowed down. Mm, nope. <laughs> this is the slowest no. it's been this week. Yeah, that's, that's right. We finally like get to sit this. down. Because <laughs> she actually had an art show yesterday too. So we had to set up. For it was a craft yeah. show. It was a craft show. Well, we we ended up not being able to go to Justice League at night during the week like we usually do. Right. Because the the theater we usually go to. They usually have a seven o'clock show yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, it six. was a six o'clock show. Yep. So Bernie we couldn't make it. Tickets for that one. So we couldn't make it. So we ended up doing it Saturday morning instead. They had a ten a.m. show. Mm-hmm. We saw it seven o'clock last or five o'clock last night. Yeah. So we did that, and then we had our we we went to that, and then went directly to book group. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then so Saturday. Oh, 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 and then, then we've been watching. We watched Punisher. We, 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 we finished we that, Punisher. which we're talking about in a couple weeks. Don't worry, yes. people. We're not talking about it yet. Yeah, because yeah. you're going to need to take your time with that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we get into Punisher, we're going to do Stranger Things two. Yep. Which has been a couple weeks. So you guys should all be have your opinions formed and come meet us at the Meeple next week. That's mm-hmm. right. We're at the next week is the Meeple cast for this November. Week. I have another this, show. Yeah. this, this will, Saturday. And Miss Vicky won't be able to make it because she'll be in Kent at the Kent Fleet. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll I'll set her up. Then we'll be there talking Stranger. Things too. So come, so join come us and drink a milkshake it. for me. Yes, yes. Come, come and come and uh, you know spread spread the joy of your turkey coma um, a couple days after Thanksgiving and and be at the meeple with us. That's right. And a small a small business Saturday. So go spread your dollars. Vicky's hoping that's going to help her too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Make sure to the, make sure yes. to go to your local spots, whether it's a comic shop or a craft fair or any of that. Shop local or, or a gaming store. And hey, the Malted Meeple is a small business. Yes, so yes. you can come spend money there. And they recently put an update on their blog. Um, they don't have a date for their move yet, mm-hmm. but um, they're going to plan an expanded coffee menu. When they nice. do move, oh, um, and they've talked about uh, renovations that are currently going on in in their new location. They have a couple pictures, so go to the uh, maltedmeeple.com and look up the meeple so moments. Everything's blog. expanding. We got the I'm a loud post. We're finally moving in there. We don't know mm-hmm. when it's going to open yet, but right. just like the meeple, meeple's not sure when they're going to exactly. open. But um, yeah, yeah, the meeple's and look um, at that. And we're involved in all of them. Is yeah. this not not coincidental that? Geekwatch One is involved with these businesses, and they're growing. Exactly, and for mine, mine yeah. exactly. Too. See, so we we are good for your business. Yes, That's we are. Right. Yes. Just saying. So sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> We're tired of paying for this. <laughs> no, I just it, it, just real quick on that. If I would be happy if we um, had sponsored enough that. We don't have to put anything out. I don't want to make money on this. Yeah. I don't want this to be a job. You don't want to put out? I would, th- <laughs> I would love to, if on sponsorships, on the affiliate which, links, which we do have on the site, guys. Mm-hmm. We still have the affiliate links for Things for Another World. And what other ones do we still have up there? Um, uh, superhero stuff. And we have, of course, we have our shirts and such on TeePublic, mm-hmm. which TeePublic now not only has the shirts and the mugs and the notebooks, they also have tote bags. And yes. it, I, oh, mean, I was seeing that when and, I was making ours. And that, even yeah. stickers that, that are, you know, the shape of your design and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So 
So go go. They they recently had a sale too. So mm-hmm. they have sales all the so, time. They'll have another one too. Go to geekwatch1.com, hit that affiliate um, tab at the top, and it'll tell you all of our sponsors. No, oh, it's the swag, isn't it? it, it? It's, it's the swag. Swag page. is the T Public, and the sponsors is the one with our affiliates and everything else. And I recently redesigned the website, if you have not visited Ooh. recently. So there you How go. How recently? Because I was there like two weeks ago. This I, week. Okay. <laughs> See, that's. Uh, A few days ago, I looked at it and I decided I'm changing the theme. <laughs> yeah. We. Um, yeah, the one I just built for superpowers, I'm going to leave it there for a while because yeah. I'm still figuring out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me start sticking the stuff in the back door for mine. Yeah, we started the backside of Fyro Studios. She actually has FyroStudios.net. Nice. nice. So we've started the store side of it with the stuff that you have to put in there first. Yeah. The, then we still have to build the theme and all that stuff. So ah. it's interesting learning how to do this. Yep. And teaching yep. yourself how to do it. Exactly. Luckily, we have plenty of friends who do this stuff. We do. You you do web design for Geekwatch One, mm-hmm. but um, and maybe some other stuff work. I don't know. But we got Mark Bogner who is a um, web designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike McFarland is a graphic artist and designer. Right. And we got plenty of guys that are friends that are willing to help. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, this all goes back to go to geekwatchone.com. Check out what Ms. Dawn did with changing the site around a little bit, and hit those affiliate links. Help us out. Yep. Um. I had another... Oh, back to the outpost for a minute. Yes. So, um, we can talk a little bit about what happened today in this building in general. This, I mean, it was an old church. Mm-hmm. Right. But we're actually in the choir loft. We are. We are. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> we are preaching to the choir right now. That's right. This, it, it doesn't look like the church from 21 Jump Street. I'm talking about the one from the TV series, not the movie. <laughs> it doesn't look like that. And they're, they're doing everything they can to make it less churchy. On the yes. side. Um, we, we have... Uh, two shades of purple on the walls. We have a teal. We have and a green. turquoise. We, you know, yeah. we're doing good with the paint jobs. There's no fire pole in here either. There are still church pews. They're keeping a few of those. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are. He is setting up. Um, since it, um, the church had a drop down um, screen, yep. He's planning on actually running possibly, um, and we have a stage. He's going to have a lounge area possibly, and actually be able to run live entertainment. Yep. Um, I've already been talking to Mike a little bit in the backside of this, that, mm-hmm. so this is not an announcement of anything. But we're thinking about doing some indie music showcase type stuff. Some of the guys that you're going to hear like at Audible, mm-hmm. things like that. I'm going to have pirates. The pirates actually. I was talking to Chris, which we got to talk about pirates in a minute anyway, because yeah. we got an update from um, Pirates of the Rusty Cutlass. But Chris from Pirates of the Rusty Cutlass was saying that um, they're actually finally because remember when we inter- interviewed them, mm-hmm. they didn't have any kind of stage show or anything they yeah. do like that. They just go and our our pirates wherever you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. They're working on a stage show a little bit. Yes, no. a couple of skits, uh, maybe some shanties, maybe um, like we're gonna we're doing everything we can because we got to talk to Oddmall here in a second. But um, Oddmall looks like we're gonna have Pirate Santa. That's right. Mm-hmm. There ain't no Santa like a Pirate Santa. That's right, and I guess he's Santa's brother. The, the way they were, he was describing it, this is the, the... You tell Santa what you want, you tell Pirate Santa what you don't want. <laughs> so socks, shirts, underwear, all this stuff that you don't him want. with rum. That's right. He is bribable. <laughs> no, 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 he doesn't want the milk and cookies. He wants the rum. That's right. plenty of grog. That's right. <laughs> but um, we'll give you updates as the building is coming along. Let you know when you can come check it out. But it is in Green, Ohio. Um, we'll give you all the details about that later, because mm-hmm. it's still just a building with a bunch of stuff sitting in the middle As of the floor. As we said, we're assembling the Assembly of Odd right now. That's right. <laughs> yes. But um, we do, Connell the Cop was last week, mm-hmm. and we do have another oddball right on the next, but after this oddball, we get a couple months rest. Yes. Yes. And well, he isn't trying to kill us yet. Except for helping out here and Yeah, except for putting but, this together. But for actual connage, yes, yes, we get a rest. But n- December 9th and 10th, we have Oddball, Canton, Ohio, at the Canton... Um, 
now you almost said Civic Center. It's across the street from the Civic Center. <laughs> it's the King Cultural Arts Center. Yep. Uh-huh. Come check it out. Geekwatch uh-huh. One will be there. Vicky will be there with Fire Studios. No. We will have two cosplay. Oh, no. Well, technically you'll be there. You have a couple things you're setting up, but you're not going to have a booth. <laughs> Yeah, there's no booths in this at all. No, this has been sold out for a couple months. Yeah. You're getting a couple hundred vendors that are going to be packed in there. And it's packed as tight as possible. That's why I said Pirate Santa we figured out today, but I have no idea how we're going to do it. We may have um, Santa Kylan maybe sharing a show with Pirate Santa. (laughs) He's looking at me like, he has no idea what I'm talking about. He was the one talking to me about Yeah, that Uncle Kylan. That was was story story time with Uncle Kylan. That's story time with Uncle Kylan. So that'll probably be Saturday on the entertainment schedule, guys. So you gotta come out and check out Pirate Santa. And there's there's a lot of, um, a lot of the vendors are ones you've seen before, maybe about Mm -hmm. half or so, but there's a lot of new vendors because I went through the vendor list the other day to scope out who was going to be there. And I do know that in the room where the entertainment is, uh, where our table always is situated, we do have our usual um, billies for, for some awesome yeah. food. There's, uh, and there's also a new um, a coffee roaster that's going to be there. I yes. don't know if they're selling coffee like by the cup or if they're just selling the beans, but is, they're a local roaster. Is this the coffee lady that was at um, I don't Outdoor Admiral? I don't believe it's the same one. Oh. Because <laughs> I know everybody was saying how phenomenal her coffee was, and she was supposed to be a con on the cop, but this wasn't is, able to make it. This is a specific roaster of oh, okay. coffee, a local roaster. Um, and usually, though, the, I don't drink coffee, but Vicky likes, mm-hmm. a, um, like, I think Akron Coffee Roasters or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of the local coffee places can they do are, things that they're really the big good. companies are not going to do. Yeah. So they can, they'll play with it, and if they don't like it, they're not going to sell and it. And if you're into, if you're into coffee, then you know that it makes a difference when they roast it in small batches. Much like they make other foods or alcohols mm-hmm. or whatever in small batch, it makes a difference with coffee. And it, so these it, local places, yeah. are they, they always have phenomenal coffee. I've never had bad coffee from local roasters. It's mm-hmm. always good stuff. Yeah. So. Yep. But there, there's so much more to, to get into at Odd Mall. And if you've been there before, you're going to love it again. Exactly. So, and if and you have it, then show up. Yes, and what? Cosplay. And yeah. you do is there a contest both? on both days? Two co- every two day, every contest? day of Audible, there's a competition. Yeah, that's right. Sign up is until two. Yeah, do you get, make sure you sign up before two o'clock. The costume contest starts at three. Right. That way, they have time to actually get all the paperwork together and get it ready to go. Um, and actually, anybody who wants to do cosplay and come out in the room where the stage is at, the cosplay booth or um, sign up is right beside the stage. That's right. Easy to find. Exactly. And we will have a full two days of entertainment schedule. Like I said, we're going to have Uncle Kylan story time and Pirate Santa, I think, working together that hour. <laughs> we'll work out how you guys are going to do that. Very cool. Um, I know Mike McFarland is going to be there. We'll probably have our um, our guys that you guys, everybody enjoys having, like Sean Benjamin will probably be there. Uh, Kevin Conway will probably be there. Um, you've not met Kim yet, but um, what was her last name? Kennedy. Kim Kennedy, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah um, I know. <laughs> well, Kim will more than likely be there. Yep. Since she's Mike's girlfriend. Yeah, I was going to say, she's, she's kind of connected. <laughs> yeah, so, and she loved uh, Connell the Cobb. So we'll and and Gandersnitch. We'll yes, Gandersnitch. I got to talk to Gandersnitch. I believe he is doing his shows. Yeah. Oh so, my god. Well, I know he's got a booth there, so he better be doing something. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there and he'll be doing <laughs> his shows. Isn't and it Santa going to get together? No, Santa's not going to make it. But we do have Pirate Santa. Exactly. Um, so we'll just put them together. Yeah. We gotta remember, <laughs> Gandersnitch is the um, top of the naughty list. So That's he's true. the king of the naughty list. Ask him. That's He'll true. Tell you all about so, it. well, actually, then he and Pirate Santa will get along really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but wait, that was. Uh, I'm trying to run the list of certain things that we had to hit knocked out. I, we talked to the Oh, there's so the much going on. There was something else that. Let's I just get to Aquaman and call it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but I, 
don't know. I'll think of stuff as we're going. But I, I know, know it's you dawn. Was it, since you've, been, you've only been here sporadically because of having to run north of the border. First. Right. Um, she's been running north of the border. To, we're not going to talk about that too much. <laughs> but you, you actually have some dawn, some news. I do okay. have news because you guys tend to forget about it when I'm not here. Well, Kyler <laughs> brings some of it when you make notes for him. That's true. I do. It's funny. Like I can, I can be sitting up there in Toronto, mm. set, looking, like flipping through Facebook, going, "Oh, this happened," and I will message Kylan immediately, going, "This, this company just announced this. You'll have to talk about it on the show." <laughs> like, I literally do send him notes about what to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if you've seen Justice League already. You will have seen a couple of trailers that were dropped this week. Oh, yeah. Um, One of them, which is perhaps the funniest teaser trailer you will ever see in your entire life, is for Deadpool 2. See, that one wasn't playing in front of the movie. Oh, really? Oh, my God, And the funny thing is... I have to see it. I have not seen the trailer yet. Kylan had not seen it yet, even (laughs) though I posted it on our page this week. Uh, (laughs) So the first time he saw it was on the big screen. Um, It starts out with Deadpool as Bob Ross. Um, so it's difficult to explain, but if you know who Bob Ross is, you know, the painter who's very calm and he likes to make happy little trees and have happy little squirrels living in the happy little trees. Well, he doesn't anymore. There's, I think his show's still on, but well, no, he's he, gone. He, he passed away quite a while ago. Yeah, his, his show still is on PBS. You can actually catch it. And I, I will divulge a secret here that my dad used to actually watch the show and do the paintings. So technically, I have Bob Ross paintings. <laughs> See, uh, I, 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 I got introduced <laughs> to Bob Ross because of MTV. Like, okay. MTV would have, like, little segments between the videos. And they would play Bob Ross. And I'm like, is this guy real? I didn't know he was <laughs> real. He was legit on PBS. Yes, still I remember on PBS. the show. And actually, it's, it's actually really good techniques. He teaches yes. easy yes. techniques to do these paintings. <laughs> but anyway, Deadpool as Bob Ross. Do yes. painting. It's hilarious. It, it lasts for a couple minutes and then goes into a stream of clips from the movie. Yeah. So, you know, you know it's not all Bob Ooh. Ross. But oh um, pay attention to the painting that he's doing. Pay attention to the list of credits that runs immediately. The before, credits are awesome. Before the clips start. Yes. Because he has people like Jordy LaForge in the credits. <laughs> Dalton. Dalton. Nice. And, yeah, Ted E. Ruxpin. It's, it's, yeah, Ted E. Ruxpin. Yes. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it's amusing. Okay, oh, no, we're going to have to see this one. Oh, and Chim Chim. Chim too. Chim Chim is mentioned. That's right. I don't think um, he actually pays to our own page. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just happen to post stuff on the page that no one on this show pays to. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm not on Facebook right now. You've seen my page. How I know. I post stuff. I, I post the stuff I have to post, and then I'm busy doing something else. So that um, Deadpool two comes out next year in June. Um, so th- this was technically just the teaser. They did call it the teaser. So there's a full trailer coming eventually. It'll be in the new year. Yeah. Um, and another one that that we saw that was just released on uh, Thursday was the trailer for Rampage. Yes. Okay. The uh, based on the video game from the eighties. Late night. Yeah. Late night. Late eighties. No. Late eighties. Was it late eighties? Early nineties. Yeah. Um, it stars The Rock. It also has Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it. Um, and it's basically giant monsters going on a rampage in a city. Is nice. fair, fair to say. So next year um, is the, the the year of the giant monsters because we got um, Pacific Rim Two is coming. That's out That's right. We do have Uprising mm-hmm. coming out. Um, so and it. And it's, I believe there's a. No, that's 2019, isn't it, for the next Godzilla or yeah. King Kong movie? Yeah, it's not right. next year. Okay. Um, and it's, it's, I don't know that the plot necessarily is close to the movie, but it does have the three main characters of the video game 
um, George, Ralph, and Lizzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, although they don't, they only name George in the trailer. George is the monkey, is the yeah. ape, the massive ape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's King Kong without calling him and King Kong. Not quite as large necessarily, but yeah. Um, and then Ralph is the werewolf or the massive wolf. Yes. And Lizzie in the game is a lizard, and she's been turned into a crocodile in the movie. Which that's because they didn't want to take the chance of getting sued by um, Sony or Toho for making it look too much like ex- Godzilla. Exactly. Because in the, no, if you watch in the original game, yeah. it looks just like King yeah, Kong it's, and Godzilla. It's, diffi- yes. it's difficult to make a, a giant lizard that's not Godzilla-like. Um, but unlike, unless you're Sony Pictures, unlike the video game, these <laughs> seem to be monsters, uh, animal monsters that are actual animals. These are not mutated humans as they were in the game. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those action adventure The Rock kind of things that he's doing now. Dude, The Rock almost—I've not seen one yet that wasn't at least fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. So even when he first started, there's a lot of a lot of like wrestlers that get into acting. The first, at least the first couple of movies are terrible. Yeah, just stupid action things. It's like even well, his did, dumb action stuff. He did a bunch of those, awesome. he, but he did do a couple of really bad comedies. Kind that, of, but the thing is, he was it wasn't him that was bad in the movie. No, no, movie. no, it was, it was the, he was not bad, was not but great. the movies were just bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the thing, he's because he's got Jumanji coming out in yeah. December. That one, so, that one does look fun. And I, wanna, I think we saw the trailer that. for that again, too, didn't we? So we got like we got two yeah, rock trailers. Yeah, who would want to see a girl playing Jack Black playing a girl? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so those are a couple man. this week. Wait, you guys, there's one more trailer on there. Hopefully you got it in here. Well, I wasn't naming everything we saw. I was just naming. There's, a, well, there's another big one that just came out, though. What? The Tomb Raider trailer. Did you guys see that one? Well, that that we saw that before Thor. Oh, see, I didn't so it's know been it out for a few out. weeks. Well, we didn't talk about it. But that one actually looks fun. It looks yeah. better than the first ones did. It. I was never into the games or the movies. Yeah. See, so. I, I, I was. I love playing the games and the new games. Yeah. Or felt very feel very much like what you're seeing in the trailer here. I did. Yeah, I did see when they when the trailer first came out. I did. I did see reports about how there were essentially scenes directly from the games. Yeah. M- mm-hmm. Much like they're trying to do more in the game-based movies yeah, now. Right. Well, um, the new Tomb Raider game is um, not as much on the puzzles as almost a survival puzzle game. Mm-hmm. She's trying. You're trying to survive on the island learning, and you learn originally how to use a bow and arrow right. before you graduate to guns and stuff. So it's not her running out of nowhere with the magnums and shooting everybody. Right. 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 Yeah, the, the trailer does make it look good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. exciting. And- mm-hmm. And that um, the other trailer that came out is for an animated film that's coming out on DVD next year, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, yes. oh, they played it in the theater. The, no, just, no, no, no. Okay. This is the trailer that was released this past week. Yeah, I'm excited. This one looks really, really. And good. if if you haven't read the comic, first of all, you have to read the comic. It's one of the best Batman comics. It's one of the best Elseworlds comics. Yes. Well, historically, this this was also the first Elseworlds comic ever made. Yeah, it was before they actually did Elseworlds. Yeah, this was yeah, yeah. this was the first one, the first comic they ever put the Elseworlds title on. They actually put mm-hmm. Elseworlds on this. After a while, not yeah. the beginning. But, um, the, but yeah, yeah. this was acknowledged as DC Comics' first Elseworlds. Yes, and it's mm-hmm. it's basically a Victorian Batman um, trying to catch Jack the Ripper. Yeah, is what it comes down to. Um, the movie does involve Selina Kyle, which I don't be- I don't recall the comic involving her. But of course, they need some kind of additional yeah. person in the movie. So it does look good. I mean, the trailer does make it look good. So I posted those on our page. Yeah. Well, I'm so. hoping this one is um, better. It's weird because DC animated most of the movies are good. Mm-hmm. But they have, um, it seems like, if you watch their animated movies, they have two sets of movies. They either have canon movies, what they're calling, mm-hmm. which is like the newer um, Justice League and Titans movies and stuff like that, that actually do fit all in one canon. Yeah. Then you have the standalone movies, which have been like this one, like Batman and Harley Quinn and those. 
But it's like the canon movies have been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They're great. But the other movies, it's almost like they're taking a small story and stretching it too far. Right. Similar to what we were talking about Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad, if that was a 45-minute movie, would have been great. Right. They took the idea and didn't put enough in there. And that seems like what they're doing with the standalone movies. Well, the, um, the good thing with Gotham by Gaslight, though, is there's a lot in that story. Yeah. Well, that a lot of the other ones felt like and, they should have been. And, like well, no, but even just the Jack the Ripper mythos that wasn't necessarily in the comic. Yeah. They could definitely properly expand it okay. within the movie and, and lengthen the movie because of that. Okay, well, I know because, so. um, like, The Killing Joke, when they made that... Did you guys watch The Killing Joke movie? I still uh, have No, I recorded it, and no, I have yet to watch it yet, so... But, well, um... Well, you've read all the spoilers and stuff, yeah. so um, it feels like two separate movies. Right. And the first half with Batgirl and all that stuff mm -hmm. was not in the original no. um, thing, mm -hmm. and it was almost like they put that on there because they didn't feel they could make the movie long enough with just the uh, second half. And the thing is, if you're if you're making these movies to release to DVD, you don't have to if have you it make your length. They, exactly, they don't have to be an hour and a half, two hours long. If it if it really only comes out as an hour and ten minute movie, then just make the hour ten minute movie. One of the really great ones they did. Years, a couple of years ago was the uh, Batman and Shazam or I forget what they called it it was like Batman and Captain Marvel or something like that and it was actually the movie itself was only 45 minutes long mm. so they put like a Jonah Hex and another short film on there with it that were both yeah. about 10-15 minutes long each right so you had three different on the same one I think it was a Green Arrow and a um, Jonah Hex okay. um, short right oh. and that's all you gotta do then you have a feature length DVD right and people feel like they're getting their money's worth. And exactly. You're good to go. And you get multiple stories. Right. To put out there. So and what else we got? The going other on? thing, uh, the other little thing that was revealed this week is the title to the sequel to Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Um, it's Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Nice. Um, I don't. I'm not a Harry Potter person, so yeah. Uh, well, this, <laughs> these are they're way off the. Books a lot of people point. were excited when they saw this one because I guess it the. One of the things that was included with the announcement was a picture of a couple of wands, and I guess um, Dumbledore gets his wand in a battle with someone, and uh, so they're all all the fans are excited because this means maybe that battle is in this movie. Okay, oh. and well, uh, all and of this is stuff that's been in the ancillary materials on yes. online and stuff because yes. none of this is in any of the books. I no, this is this is um, there. They announced after the first Fantastic Beast movie that this was going to be a five movie yeah. arc of story. Mm -hmm. So um, it's all original stuff, but of course J.K. Rowling approved. So. Yeah. Um, there's I also think she's a, actually gets a screenwriter credit on it anyway. Yeah. She's helping write the story. There's also a, an image that went along with this announcement that shows the current cast. So there's some new characters. If you're into it, look it up. It's there. Um, but yeah, and the other stuff I had, I had a little bit about um, just a note about Galaxy Quest, the TV show that is going to be on Amazon. Yeah, now that now that um, Orville's doing phenomenal, they're finally moving forward on this. Well, right. I mean, they were kind of moving forward when Orville got announced, anyway. But I think they're definitely pushing more yeah. because now they know people want Especially it. Especially since Orville's doing Star Trek better than Star Trek is doing Star Trek. From what's been said, uh, <laughs> have you watched yes. any of those yet? I watched part of one episode and couldn't stand it, so <laughs> we won't talk about Orville. Uh, but um, basically, the Galaxy Quest TV show is going to be continuing from the movie so it'll have like a, a couple of plots that come together and if you haven't seen the movie you won't be feeling left out okay um it would probably help if you've seen the movie and you yeah. should it's really a classic it's yeah. a really good movie it's hilarious especially if you especially at this point if you enjoy orville yeah was one of the first ones to do this exactly
Exactly. And, you know, if you didn't know, it, it had Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver and right. Alan Rickman. I mean, yeah. it had and quite Alistair. a cast. Even Tony Schlub was even in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, um, so yeah, that they don't, I don't believe they have any kind of release date yet or anything, because, of course, they don't have a cast. They haven't started filming, nothing like that. But to put people's mind at ease, they're letting you know, timeline-wise, where yeah. the show is going. Um, the, Actually, before we move on from uh-huh. that Galaxy, and Galaxy Quest and Orville and stuff, yeah. I do have to call out comicbook.com a little bit. Okay. Because this week they put out uh, their story, the big, huge thing that uh, they finally had a Star Trek cameo on um, on the Orville. Because mm-hmm. Robert Cardo was on it this past episode. Okay? The problem is they're forgetting that um, Dr. Finn on the show mm-hmm. was, played Cassidy Yates on DS9. Oh. The regular cast member every week yeah. was Captain Sisko's girlfriend on DS9. See, come on, pay attention, like, Wait a minute, pay attention here. She wasn't a main bridge cast member. But she was there. But she was there yeah. in a recurring role for the entire se- epi- or the entire run of DS9. Do your research. Nine. This is, tells you do your research. That's right. If Ken's going to call you out, you do your the research. The geeks will call you out, so comicbook.com. <laughs> and usually they're pretty good on this stuff. So. Right. But I did notice that... Um, their news stories don't have a comment section underneath them. <laughs> no, they really don't. It's interesting that way. But, you know, you can always tweet them about these exactly. things. Exactly. <laughs> I do have a couple of Marvel pieces. Okay. Um, you know, we had we had the, the news about Bendis. Right. So we go. Um, Marvel has named a new editor-in-chief. Okay. Uh, C.B. Sabalski, because uh, Axel Alonso is leaving. And uh, C.B. Sabalski is going to be editor-in-chief... He actually has been... He's been working full-time at Marvel since 2002 as an associate editor. Okay. Um, he... And in 2011, he actually became vice president of international brand management. So, it kind of merges right into being editor-in-chief. Because yeah. you're managing the brand as a whole, and now he's just doing it everywhere for everything. Um, if the name sounds slightly familiar to you, it's because he was the editor who brought in... Um, and started publishing Runaways, okay. which is be, becoming a show on yeah. Hulu. So, um, but he brought in the the, uh, the original Runaways, which was a hit as a comic itself. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was just a quick piece of news from Marvel there. And the other one is something that may get some people out to Seattle. Um, Marvel announced that it's going to have a project opening at the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle in April called Marvel Universe of Superheroes. It's, produ- it's produced jointly by Marvel, uh, the museum, and SC Exhibitions, and it celebrates the legacy of, of Marvel superheroes, marks the 10th anniversary of the cinematic universe, and will have 300 items on display, including comic art, artifacts, memorabilia, costumes, and props. Wow. It will also have, um, it's an immersive sort of experience, and it will also have um, pieces, set pieces that bring comic books to life somehow, like you're immersed in it, and also has an immersive soundscape, almost like soundtrack experience by composers Lorne Balfe and Hans Zimmer. Ooh. So it's going to be quite, and if you don't know about the um, Museum of Pop Culture, or it's called Mopop, um, <laughs> Mopop actually is what started as the, um, was it the Jimi Hendrix experience out in Seattle and became the music experience museum and it has turned into a pop culture museum. So that's, that's starting in April and hopefully we'll get lots of pics from that and stuff and we'll be able to. 
post some stuff on the page. And yeah. like I said, it would inspire me to go to Seattle. Because I've never been there. <laughs> I'm hoping that we'll get to see maybe a traveling uh, a traveling exhibit, version, a traveling yeah. version out of that myself. Well, actually, being that they're um, all related to Disney, Star Wars has done been very, very successful with their traveling exhibits. That's true. Right. So something like this could definitely um, be great. I would, I would, being that everybody knows I'm more of a DC fan, but I would go see this. I mean, yeah, I mean, just being able to see costumes from the movies yeah. and a lot of the props and some of the historical like the comic books the early comics and stuff yeah. I believe I believe there's a music a music aspect to it I just to, said that I, well, you're I, not paying attention I, I, no I was just <laughs> no we were talking about it on Mighty Marvel Geeks uh-huh. we were talking about it and how like just like the uh, it'll, it'll be cool to see like the music from like from the old shows from the 60s, yeah, like they were back oh, in the yeah. 60s. Mm-hmm. Like, and then how like the music just developed through to now. Uh, it actually has been really cool because I've seen some. I don't know. I don't know who's who's been doing this, but somebody took Captain America's theme from the 60s and ran like all the different iterations of Captain America to now, and and like Hulk. All the different iterations of Hulk yeah. up to now, mm-hmm. and so like it's one thing to kind of see that in a small, it, but it, to be able to go and have it in your face. It would also be know? cool to see someone take because um, Captain America's had multiple themes, mm-hmm. yes, and have them use them together. Yes. Kind of like um, my, one of my favorite tracks I've got was um, there's a guy. If you go to geekremix.com, I think I've showed you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys have heard the playlist, yeah. But um, the one he did called Last Sons, it's actually the Hans Zimmer um, Man of Steel theme. Mm-hmm. But he mixes the John Williams original Superman theme in with it, and it sounds like it should have been there all along. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just perfect the way it does. Because um, as the Zimmer uh, theme lets off a little bit, all of a sudden you hear the da 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 da. Oh, and nice! It's perfect, <laughs> it's a, and it's not like and, um, he mixed it. So, like I said, it sounds like it's written as one piece of music. Nice. It is beautiful. Well, it's just like in the first, or, or was it the too? second Iron Man? Yeah, he does it with that too. They incorporated the Iron Man theme from the '60s series. Mm-hmm. Like you never hear that mm-hmm. now, and so I'm like, oh my. Was, you know, the thing is, like most people haven't wasn't exposed to that. Yeah. I was, well, it's like when they do the Spider-Man movies too. They have yes. the old Spider-Man theme coming well, that, out yes. that you know. Danny, Danny Elfman. With, we're going to talk about Justice League here a little bit. Danny Elfman put had the Batman '89 theme mm-hmm. and. The um, themes out of the original Superman score are in that. In the oh soundtrack. yeah, Superman yes. was noticeable. Yeah. That was yes. noticeable and it, for sure. And it was perfect though. It was yeah. perfect where it was supposed to be. And some of, some of the stuff he pulled is like if you know that soundtrack, there's parts of the soundtrack that they pulled that uh, it's not something that the normal fan just uh, someone that's heard Superman before no. or is going to recognize. There was right, some right. of the lower themes and stuff that were in there that you didn't right. expect. That's right. That's when I when I heard Elfman was doing the soundtrack for this. I'm like, okay, they got the perfect guy to do this. Right. This guy knows superheroes. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, but do we have anything else before we get I, into Justice League? I have one more thing I want to mention because um, some people may not have caught it. Um, I did a review a couple weeks ago on our site of um, of a book that I had a preview copy of called uh, Artemis. It is the second book by Andy Weir, who did The Martian. Okay. The book itself came out just last week, so I just wanted to let people know if you go to the if you go to geekwatchman.com, go to She Geek Critique on October twenty third. You can see my full review of it. It's totally different. He still has his space science behind it, the way he did with The Martian. Yeah. 
but it's a completely different fictional story. It's a it's kind of about a, a heist on the moon. Okay. Um, the the world has been able to create a city on the moon, and essentially only the richest of the rich can really afford to live or visit there. But of course, they have the low income worker class as well. The main character uh, is a female character from that worker class who wants to better herself, but you know does a little smuggling on the side. And finds out about uh, a potential deal that that might let her kind of finally stop working and live the life that she wants. Okay. So it, it's interesting. It, I had a hard time getting into the character. The story's interesting, and it's got the heist kind of thing to it. Um, it takes a while to get used to the character, but uh, ultimately she's pretty likable. And if you liked Andy Weir's style from The Martian... Um, almost conversational in a way, yeah. and uh, I guess you could say dumbing down some of the science. He does the same thing with Artemis. Like it's it's a lot of the basics of uh, uh, facts of you know gravity and and how things work on the moon for force and all this kind of stuff when yeah. when things are involved. And uh, <clears throat> but it's not as sciencey as The Martian, so it's it, it can be quite enjoyable. And it's it's a relatively quick read. In terms okay. of the way he writes. So, yeah, that's Artemis by Andy Weir, and the review is already on our site. Cool. So, um, I guess that means for anybody who's leaving us because you haven't seen Justice League yet, just hit pause and go see it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and then come back. You find uh, everything you need for us from geekwatch1.com. So, at this point, this is your spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. So, we are going <laughs> to spoil everything in this movie. So, um, just initial... Initial idea of Justice League. We've talked about this some today, throughout the day. <laughs> That's what we have. So yeah. I know you guys didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Right. But there was plenty of enjoyable stuff in it, I thought. It was, okay, I would call it an enjoyable movie, not a great movie. Mm -hmm. You know, it was good. Yeah. It was okay. Um, not, I, as much as I didn't love Bat Soup, I would actually probably equate it with or put it a little lower than... But definitely better than Suicide Squad, which yeah. isn't saying much. And but well, we already talked about that. Nowhere near stretch. as good as Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman yeah. is kind of like the top DC film at this point. Mm -hmm. um, I think some of that is I've I've come to realize it's like I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder. Mm -hmm. And this movie, even though he didn't finish it, it's still a Zack Snyder film. And there was a lot of claims going in that this was going to be a lighter take, and I didn't find it that much lighter. It is lighter. <laughs> It, it has and, um, and the one thing I did like the, before anything, they color adjusted Superman the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, he actually was blue and red. That's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, he wasn't dark burgundy and navy. <laughs> so um, that was interesting. Um, one I was telling you earlier, the nice thing with this was um, I was kind of worried when Joss Whedon stepped in that this would become a Marvel movie when it comes to the comedy and stuff. Mm -hmm. Which works great for Marvel movies, mm -hmm. but that's not the tone DC's been going for. Right. So it seemed like they actually hit the balance right for this. That there, this was a lighter tone movie. That you had your comedy in there. There was comedy and one-liners in there, but it wasn't an action comedy movie. Which Marvel, no. Marvel movies come off as an action comedy. But I don't think a lot of their humor worked. They're I trying though. Some of it. Was, <laughs> they are trying. I'll give them that. But I just thought some of it was a little too goofy, especially with the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I didn't like it. We we'll go over each of the characters here in just a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um. 
gone into, yeah. <laughs> well, the problem they're always going to have with the Flash on movies right now is the fact that we've had four years of Grant Gustin doing Flash. That's true. And a, anyone and, who's watched the TV show, yes. And so. the general comic book person out there that watches basically the TV shows and the movies, <laughs> that's the only Flash they know is what they've seen on TV. And this is not that. That's because Grant is actually a likable character. Yeah. He's relatable. Yeah. Not many can relate to an emo owner. Okay, where do you want to go with it, Ken? Well, let's go with. Um, <laughs> so, I know that's one of your favorite characters. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to get into the character. I want to do each of the characters in yeah. general. Because okay. there was some. Um, I mean, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, we already knew. Mm-hmm. Right. But there were some actual changes to their characters in this, even. Mm-hmm. But, so we'll get into this. But the new characters, we've not seen pretty much at all. We saw flashes of who they are. We've only seen Batman as human. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. Not just a stack of money. But the, the story in this. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a totally unique story because they, they had to put in... And the one thing they, they did, I think, better than they've done, that Warner Brothers has done in general for comic book movies for a while, is it didn't feel like they tried to squish too much into this movie. They squished you got to think, when, they go back, when you go back in the history of the Warner Brothers movies, mm-hmm. um, the first 89 Batman was one villain that was fine. Right. The second one was two villains it was okay. But then they started adding three or four villains and squishing three or four different stories in there. And then even up into stuff like, um, I think the main problem, with, one of the major problems with Green Lantern was it was four different stories trying to compete yeah. for one place. Yeah, they, right. they learned that they should just keep it to one villain mm-hmm. at this point. That's, Stop squishing the mechanical spider in the place. Exactly. Where yeah. Well, that was also one of the major problems with Batman versus Superman, I think, is mm-hmm. they had too many stories fighting for dominance. Yes. Come on, we learned it. It is Batman loves Superman. <laughs> you know, we learned that. They figured that out here. And they, they shoot, they, they put the Return of Superman story in here without shoehorning it in. They actually made it as part of the main story. It, that part of it did did make sense. It did work the way they mm-hmm. fit it in. And it's yeah. nice because it's different than what was done originally. In the 90s, um, there was a, Superman was actually stolen from the grave by uh, Kalex and the other, the, other ro- the other robots that were working mm-hmm. in the fortress and taken to the Matrix, which was in the fortress. Mm-hmm. Right. And they actually, he was regenerated there. No one knew what was going on. Nope. Right. Then you had the reign of the Superman and the four different Superman. My, my only problem was leading up to them bringing Superman back to life, they wouldn't shut up about Superman. Yeah. I'm like, it's a Justice League movie. It's not a Superman movie. Shut yeah. up about Superman. And this, <laughs> in this whole movie, well, they, everybody talks about there's no hope at DC movies. He gives us hope. He this gives is, us hope. This movie, was, they talk about hope the entire yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. They won't shut up about hope. <laughs> well, the thing was, is really, it was Batman the whole time doing this. Yeah. Batman right. was, felt guilty. He was. He yeah. felt guilty. That's, yeah, that's why he was doing it. Yeah. Um, so, and Batman loves Superman. Exactly. <laughs> and it, well, I found it kind of unique how they used a mother box mixed with a Kryptonian regeneration chamber to bring Superman back. Be, because we all know that Batman and Superman cannot be in a movie that doesn't involve a mother in some way. <laughs> That's true. At least there was no additional Martha. But yeah. I'm sure one of the boxes was called Martha. No, it was just Flash <laughs> jump-starting it. Yeah. But, um, the goofball Aqua kid. Martha. Aqua Martha. That... It's Aquaman's mom's name. Well, I do. I do like how they um, they started. They gave us the we watch this and see basically what Aquaman's going to be about. Yeah. Yes. Because in the um, let's get into character. Why not? Yes. We'll start with Aquaman since we're there. Let's go there. My uh, man, Jason Momoa was. No, he was very frat boy. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa was Jason Momoa, as I yeah. expected in this movie. Yes. He wasn't, he was not, if, if you're a big fan of Aquaman, you're not going to like this movie at all. Actually, <laughs> I think this is, this is a great start for him. 
Because he wasn't the stoic king of Atlantis, because he's not the king of Atlantis in this. Yes, He's true. still basically exiled because he did not grow up in Atlantis. He's still they, a kid, technically. Yes, yeah. that Some way. of them want him there, obviously, from what we see. Yeah. But not everybody, he's not accepted by everybody in Atlantis yet, That's and true. he feels exiled. Right. Because he was basically, and he says in there that his mother left him on his dad's doorstep and disappeared. And he wants to be left alone. I mean, exactly. that, right at the beginning when Batman comes to him, he's just like, dude, leave me alone. I'm just like, yeah. go away. I do my thing. I'm like, oh yeah, just peel off that jacket and, and shirt. Go ahead. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Find out it probably wasn't But his then he place. had his pants on. Why are you going into the water with jeans on? Like, those are heavy when they get wet. <laughs> this is Aquaman. You saw the way he was swimming that's with how, the jeans on? That's how he gets his abs that way, because he swims with jeans on. <laughs> I'm like, come uh, on, can we not have the Speedo? Come on, we want the Speedo. <laughs> I want to see uh, how far the time is. They kind of make it the normal. Make it some, yeah, sub- exactly. Submariner wears a Speedo. Aquaman doesn't do Speedo. Yeah. Aquaman's always in tights. Well, fine then. Give him the damn tights. I mean, it's <laughs> he had the tights later. <laughs> later, he, well, he had the armor later. Yes, <laughs> but um, no, we do see that they've set up Aquaman and the fact that it looks like because um, Mara was there and they're not together. Yes. Right. But Mara tells him, "Like you were supposed to be here." You are. See, this is this is the one thing it did very Marvel-like. It introduced you to the characters that are going to be in his yes. movie. Yeah, and that, it introduced you to his environment, mm-hmm. so you already know what to expect yeah. going in. And we're gonna find with all these characters that um, the three new characters, mm-hmm. Aquaman, Cyborg, and Flash, had actual character arcs. Yeah, mm-hmm. which um, I didn't have a problem with. I know you said it's a little bit; it was a little bit too much for you that that we had an origin of the team as part of this team movie. Yes, um, which is just the, the that's the different way that Warner Brothers has approached this compared to Marvel films. Yes, because mm-hmm. Marvel gave you all the standalone films first right. so you knew who the characters were so when you did Avengers it was just a matter of come play and they all come well, play well you know what I have a anyway. feeling I might have liked it more for them to do that if they hadn't wasted so much time on the war with Steppenwolf flashback yeah because I felt most of that was a complete waste and just a way to get in like the Lantern Corps and the Hawk family and just show you oh look we have these other characters we I don't might remember do. seeing the Hawks oh yeah they were, the, the they were Hawks there? were there yeah. they're in the background okay, so yeah. the car was there too and, and it was like Look, we have these other characters, and we might do a movie of them one day. But here's introduced. Like it just kind of felt like I was actually expecting to see a green, an actual Green Lantern. I thought there would be a Green Lantern. I really did. That's what I thought the second because they dropped the Unite the Seven. Yes, and there was no seventh. Yeah, Yeah. so I was expecting that. Yeah, she was still as Razor from the Red Lantern Corps. I like Razor. Razor was good. Um, No, you guys watched the the cartoon too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was one of the good cartoons. So, um, but um, we did get a flashback, and they've changed the mother boxes a little bit in this. Mm -hmm. In that, there's only three. Mm -hmm. Now, anybody who knows Jack Kirby's Fourth World knows that um, all of the all of the new gods had their own mother box. Mm-hmm. That's what, and I, I really liked the way the boom tubes looked. That was sweet. Even yeah, if you didn't hear pretty the pings cool. first, yeah. Yeah. you didn't hear pings first, and it didn't say boom when it hit the right. But it was actually it's very it's similar to what Thor does with the mm-hmm. um, with the um, oh, what the Bifrost beam. The Bifrost yeah. beam, yeah. yes. But really, yeah, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> I got, heard you. It was the whoosh beam. It yes. was the whoosh. Yes. <laughs> like, really. Doing that type of effect, really, it's going to look like something else no matter what. Yeah. Right. So, and um, in this, they didn't, and I love that they didn't go too deep into fourth world stuff. Yeah. They dealt with what 
needed to be done for this movie, which is why I thought maybe or they were supposed to do a second half, which I thought would be Darkseid's movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're not moving in that direction. We'll get to that towards the end of this. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they're going they, in a but they did direction. credit, I did notice in the credits, they actually credited Jack Kirby. They said Fourth World by yes. Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. He got his own screen, the complete screen. Notes, this whole so. movie was based basically on Fourth World stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Steppenwolf, in the comics, is the um, uncle of Darkseid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this, I think they said he was supposed to be the nephew of Darkseid, but Darkseid yeah. only got to mention once, so it didn't matter right. mm-hmm. what they did with him. He's related. Uh, they did mention how the parademons are built, mm-hmm. are made, which was kind of cool, because I didn't, I don't know in comics if they've done it that way or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it was cool, because you got enough Apocalypse references to know what was going on, but they yeah. didn't bog you down in this is what Apocalypse is. Right. And the whole idea that Apocalypse is outside of the multiverse, um, that's what I didn't know until recently. Well, the thing is, the, it's interesting. I think they didn't, because of that flash. Remember that flashback that Batman had? That the Im- images that Batman was having about Apocalypse yes. in, in um, Bat Soup when, he was, when the Flash came to visit him yeah. as well? And I think they know that that didn't really work. People did not get what was going on yeah. with mm-hmm. Apocalypse and everything there, so they decided to pretty much drop it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm wondering if some of that wasn't actually um, Joss Whedon's influence. Because some of the major um, theories and rumors mm-hmm. was um, that he had toned back Luthor. Mm-hmm. And actually um, toned back Darkseid, which we ended up not getting Darkseid at all. Right. right. So originally, I guess Darkseid and Luther were supposed to both be in here heavier. Yeah, when, when uh, they, they did talk about Zack Snyder wanting to make this a two-movie yeah. set. Well, when they I first guess. announced this, this was a part one and part two. And it, and it was supposed to end with a big Darkseid moment. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was... Which it is was cool, because the way they ended this, with Sentinel being pulled away, mm-hmm. he didn't choose that boom tube to come up. That he got, guy, rescued. He got, got rescued. Well, he got rescued, maybe. <laughs> if you know who's on the other end of that he boom tube... He got taken. He got yeah, <laughs> if you know who's on the other end of that boom tube, I don't think it was a rescue. For in, when he was in attack, Yeah. But no, um, anybody who... It's, it was one of those cool ones that um, you see boom tube and he's out of there. Yeah. And anybody who doesn't know anything about Fourth World or anything like that, just, uh, okay, he got rescued and mm-hmm. he can come back later. Right. Anybody who does know what was going on <laughs> re- probably at this point realizes that Darkseid's sitting on the other end of that boom that, tube. That was he, not good news. And Steppenwolf does not want to come home to Darkseid <laughs> right now. No. No. After losing on Earth, you don't want to go back to Darkseid. No. 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 no, you don't. <laughs> so I, I can't wait to see because Steppenwolf looked awesome. The parademons looked like straight out of the comic they, book. Yeah, they were creepy. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to see what, um, especially if you going over to Marvel and seeing what Thanos looks like with Josh Brolin and mm-hmm. Thanos. Because Thanos actually and Darkseid look very similar. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. they do. But that's just something we've talked about a long time. Marvel and DC have bounced back and forth. And hopefully, hopefully they will not pull an X-Men sort of thing where they make the villain look like he's not supposed to look. Yeah, like, you know it's like, that that didn't work in the last X Men, and it just, they just well, stick he, to the comics. That's the one thing yes. DC has been doing, other than the Flash's costume in this one. Yeah, the rest of the costumes look spot on. Although they they did say Flash was kind of based on the video game. Yeah, the so Injustice they, Flash. They have had that costume, just not yes. that most people were recognized. Right. Yeah, yeah, I just like know. all the strings on his. So costume. yeah, let's move on to talking about the Flash. Yeah, well, we talked <laughs> talk Aquaman. Let's talk Flash a little bit because. I was with you guys. No, well, wait, where did your costume skip to Aquaman? His costume is not like in the in the thing, and it was actually awesome. Yeah, well, they made an armor, but it is the orange with the green, so it's closer to what a little it more was. golden yeah. with green. But yes, yeah. they tried to not put too much orange into it, but you can see the orange was there. It works as an aquatic look too, yes. though. 
So that that worked fine. Yeah. And just Aquaman in general had some of the best one-liners. Like, the great mm-hmm. part with him sitting on the lasso. Yes. And he starts off, and he sounds like Aquaman. Then he finally gets to um, Wonder Woman and starts opening up and is like... Spilling his guts. He's really yeah. getting into the feels of it, you know? And then then, then, then like, Batman what? points at him and goes... Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> and I was, I was like, Wonder Woman, why is he talking... Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just throws uh, the that lasso was, at him. That was funny, though. That was, that was the funniest side. That's, uh, that's why I said that's where some of the humor it seemed like they hit right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they did do a good job, not necessarily just the humor, but in some of the interactions between the team when they weren't mm-hmm. fighting. And, and they'd already started to get to know each other and stuff. Some of those interactions were actually good and made me feel like that was the Justice League. Like, yeah. a lot of this built a wasn't feeling quite right to me, but that part, those parts of it felt like that. Um, now, going on to Flash, yes. um, most of us didn't like where he started. Yes. No. Which, for me, <laughs> I, I had a problem that he's not a CSI guy yet. Right. And he's already got his powers. Right. He's like a kid. So how did this happen? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? He's like an 18 or 19-year-old kid. Yeah. Who's trying to become go to school for criminal investigations? Mm-hmm. So he is Barry Allen, yes. but he's way earlier than we've ever seen Barry Allen. In, I, especially I thought, in terms no, of the I, thought he, I thought he had graduated from college. Not yet. No, mm-hmm. he's not even gone to college. No, yet. no. He's barely out of high school. Yeah. Yeah, he's barely out of high school. When and he's living in this rundown place, and he has all this computer equipment and this high-tech costume that he somehow See, paid for. See, that makes sense. You know he's with having, like most of With it. having no job, he yeah. somehow got all of this stuff. Although, most of it. there was a major cameo. Uh, the first time he goes to the prison, is signing in. Yeah. You read, well, you probably heard the spoiler, but you no, I knew who it, who it was as soon as I saw him. Did you pick this up? Uh, no, she told me. I don't remember the name. Did you? I, show, I pointed out you to told you. Me it was Jimmy Olsen name? from the movie. I don't remember his name. Uh, I got to look it up. Name, you but, told me it was but, Jimmy. Uh, it was the original Jimmy Olsen from, from the Christopher, Christopher Reeve movies. Batman movies. Superman movies. I got to look at. I got to give him Superman, not Batman. You said Batman. Superman, not Batman. Okay. Well, Christopher Reeves never did a Batman movie, so. But yeah, it was kind of cool because because I knew there was there had to be some kind of interesting cameo involved in in the movie. And yeah, uh, I mean, so so this kid had so his accident had to happen to him in a high school chemistry lab. Mm-hmm. But a high school chemistry lab would not have the, the stuff chem- exactly. Uh, Bart McClure, that's who it is. Oh, there you go. So. That makes no sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, the only other thing I could see... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Now about. I hope they're not going to make this the backstory. This is the only other thing I could see would be... Unless it happened in his own personal little lab. No, no. They, they would have them taking the tour of the police station, and there's a storm, yeah. and here in the police lab... Well, unless he did it what, in Star Lab. Hit, what they could do. Yeah, he could have been at Star Lab. Because he... Well, he does talk about the Speed Force when he's yeah. talking to uh, Bruce Wayne. That he, and, that's, um, that's what he dubbed it. What they've um, what they've done in the comics once in a while, and actually recently in Rebirth, was that the Speed Force will actually choose uh, the net, someone to hit, and when they hit it with lightning, they get the Speed Force. Well, and it's and not the thing is, thing. when was it Aquaman talking to him saying that I heard you got struck by lightning, and he's like, it's a simplified version, so it, yeah. it wasn't quite yeah. just a lightning strike, right? Because uh, yeah, but they could do it that just the lightning strike was the main part of it. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be all the but, it, but that did establish that. That did give you the kind of the inkling of, okay, how exactly did it happen? So yeah. they're, they're obviously going to explain it probably in the Flashpoint Hopefully. movie in a mm-hmm. few years. It, it could be a flashback. It could be part of the intro of the movie the, before they get into it, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just I didn't like the fact... Well, I didn't like the beginning, the fact that he was... Um, mm-hmm. That he hadn't been a CSI yet. Right. Right. Um, but 
as the movie goes, and his character actually his character probably has the most growth out of all of them. Right. Because you actually get from this emo kid that doesn't know anything to towards the end, he actually if you watch him as the Flash, he's saving when he's saving the people and stuff. That's the Flash. Yeah, he learns. He learns that that's what he has to, when when he tells Batman like he doesn't do battle. I just yeah. push people and run away, and and then Batman's like, just save one. Yeah, and he's like, well, then what? Then you'll know. And you'll figure it out. And then and he, he saves the great, one, and he keeps saving people. That is the Batman we have in the comic books right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he is dark and broody Batman. Yeah, but he has a heart. And actually, if you read through Detective Comics right now, you can see he's actually working with the team. And allowing them to do their stuff, but he's giving them advice here and there as needed. Well, yeah, he's he's definitely more the mentor Batman. Yeah. Right. One, once they were going to make it, you know, older Affleck Batman, you knew he had to have that come out yeah. at some point. Which is phenomenal. But he needed a reason for it because he didn't have it in Bat Soup at all. Because I mean, he was with Superman and one yeah. He didn't need any kind of mentoring sort of thing. But now with this, he's got young heroes mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. don't know what they're doing. Exactly. And the g- cool thing with this is um, we actually did get a time frame on how long... He's been Batman for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So that means, in, in my head canon, <laughs> that means um, Nightwing is already on the scene at this point. Yep. Right. Because Dick Grayson has grown up at this point. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Dick Grayson, in any incarnation of Batman, within the first year he gets Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. He's Robin. Yep. Um, then Jason Todd has probably happened and died. We saw the costume. This kind of answers that that mm-hmm. is Jason Todd's costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim Drake is probably out there somewhere. But that means if we do when they do this Batman movie, mm-hmm. we maybe we may actually get a Damian Wayne in here, mm. which I didn't like Damian when I first read him, but it's kind of growing on me because it seems like he's trying to be better than what he than mm-hmm. the little jerk snot kid he is. Right, <laughs> but that's just that's you got to think a kid that was raised by Rachel Gould. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, hard to train that out of you. That's yeah, a, that's a shiny, happy kid right there. Yes. <laughs> so it'd be sweet if we see the new well, Batman movie. How would he movie. be raised if, if, if Batman killed Ra's al Ghul? Batman in the books, he never. Well, Bat, Ra's doesn't Ra's die. Ra's doesn't die. He never. Yeah. Died. he always comes. He's back. never died. Okay. I thought he did. But in the books, he hasn't. Isn't. Alright. Um, what canon you want to go to? Which one did? There's so many versions. Ra's, that's yeah. the thing. Like, what what version do you go with? It, I mean, technically, traditionally, he hasn't. Yeah. He comes back. So, um, but no, Batman, I, I love this incarnation of Batman. I'm learning to love it now. Yeah. Because in Batman v Superman, there wasn't enough character of Batman. Because mm-hmm. it was all him be totally, because if you watch the extended version of that movie, have you guys seen the extended one? No. You get a whole lot more of seeing that Luthor is pulling the strings behind this whole thing. Right. The whole fight between Batman and Superman was Luthor pulling the strings mm-hmm. and putting little things here, little things there. Right. Um, all the stuff that you see in the movie that is um, newspaper clippings and stuff that Bruce sees. Yeah. Those were sent by Luthor. Of course. So he's pushing Batman towards this. Yeah. Oh. And um, he's changing stuff that Superman because he already we find out we know in these movies that Luthor knows who Superman is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's been manipulating things behind the scenes on Superman's side too to put these two together. Right. So. Um, that, so that whole movie was manipulating both mm-hmm. of them, and since they didn't give them the, give us the theatrical version of the whole thing, yeah, you miss almost half the story, right? Which is tw- it's only twenty minutes on the DVD, but that twenty minutes it's an important twenty is minutes. huge. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but in this one, you actually get to see the character of who is Bruce well, Wayne. Yeah, you. He's you been really through all this see tragedy. A lot of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. in this movie, which I don't like. Batfleck. He's a little better as Bruce Wayne than he had been before. Yeah. I still mm-hmm. don't like Batfleck. The nice thing, though, is you can see this is a Batman that's gone through the pain, and he's ready to move past it. Right. 
but you physically, dislocated. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, you see him bruised and battered mm-hmm. and slightly dislocated. Wonder Woman puts his shoulder back in. Exactly. <laughs> it is cool because Wonder Woman in this one, um, we get a little bit different Wonder Woman than from the movie mm-hmm. because this is almost a hundred years from when we left her last. Right. But um, it's cool because she's still Diana Prince, still doing the same. But it's cool they show some of her backstory that she's why has she been hiding right. since World War One? She's not been active right until recently, until Superman. And this one, Superman is the bright shining hope of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he um, ta- was the reason Batman puts the team together. Mm-hmm. He's the reason Wonder Woman comes out of hiding and starts working mm-hmm. again. Showing them that, hey, we need to help people. And and Batman is kind of pushing Wonder Woman to be the leader of the team. Because yeah. because Batman says he's getting too old. He Basically, he's getting too old for this. He's pulling a, a Murtaugh. Um, and he wants to step back. He doesn't really want to be the leader in yeah. terms of the fighting aspect. Right. You know, he's fine with the mentoring and the planning kind of thing. He doesn't heal um, as fast as he used to. Exactly. No. Because his superpower is money. I read a book about two years ago to, uh, that looked at the, physi- like the physiological reality of Batman. Yeah. And it said that he, if he was going out every night doing this, his, his uh, expected uh, career span would be seven to ten years. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. If you think about yeah. just physically what he's doing that you see in the movies, yeah, yeah, and think about the fact that he goes out every night, that he does do that, that he does even without the fighting, exactly, and stuff like swinging on that line, yeah, mm-hmm. all the he's doing physical stuff, stuff yeah. every night. Well, I mean, and the, the, the stress of basically because your body is tuned to be active during the day, yeah, and there's stress on your body mm-hmm. when you're active at night. As opposed to daytime, which I didn't even know. I didn't know this. And if this. you think about it, like, what is his body clock like? Because he's awake during the day a lot. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not just the, the night owl sort of thing. He's not. Uh, you know, and he's... Yeah, that... He's like he, the arrow. They just don't sleep. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's operating... That, and that's, operating what, that's why it's superhero world. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, um... Wonder Woman didn't have a whole lot of extra growth. We get the backstory, like I said, about what she's been doing for She the was last... a little more just warrior and weapon in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Superman, I can see this hopefully becoming more of a recognizable Superman. I, I was disappointed that he didn't stay evil for long. Um, <laughs> but not, okay, not just the fact that I would prefer evil Superman, but um, the fact that they went ahead and used a um, used a Black Widow Hulk moment to bring Superman out of it. Well, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, look, here's the love of your previous life. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting, though, that um, the whole time before, I had no idea what he was talking about getting the big guns to, sl- to slow down Superman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but really, if you know Superman from the books, from movies, from everything else, that would be the one thing that would be well, the focus. if you think about the last movie, that's what Flash told Batman. He said it, Lois Lane is the key. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. So he knew that he. It was the message from Flash that yeah. got Batman to do that. But they don't bring that up in the movie. Yeah, they, <laughs> they kind of drop that off. But um, no, I thought I I like Superman more in this. Like I said, because for me, it felt more like a recognizable Superman. Right. After he comes back, because he is actually getting in there and he's got a smile on his face here and there. He's having a good time, knowing and, that he has to help these people. The, the question is, he knew though, he died. Yeah. Yeah. That it, he appreciated coming back. Yeah. 
And but the question is, is he really still all there? Like, did he, you know, suddenly switch just because Lois showed up, or yeah. is something else going to happen at some point? Well, I, this is basically what I was. I've been talking on my other show about um, the fact that this was their chance to possibly slightly reset Superman, so that he mm-hmm. be, he is Superman, right? Not brooding man. Right. So does everybody know now that Kent and Superman are the same? Because sure, in Times Square, they were both calling him both. Yeah, well, I'm wondering if that's not also... Um, the, I'm thinking that goes back to our um, conversation earlier with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the cops probably knew who Lois Lane is, and, but the fact that she called him Clark, but they're... The rest were calling him Kal-El. Yeah, everybody else yeah. was calling him Kal-El. And um, I'm thinking... I'm going to put that off on the fact that there's so much stuff going on that the cops aren't paying attention they were to what pay- they're saying. Yeah, I would, I would say they weren't paying attention. And cl- calling him Clark may have partly been Clarks what clicked with him. the city? Yeah, and then yeah, that's and actually Clark Kent. Um, the diff- one of the major differences always between Superman and Batman. A lot of people look at that Batman is who he is. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is what he puts on. Right. Superman is almost the exact opposite. Right. Superman is Clark Kent. Yeah. And Superman is his job. Yeah. All right. So it's like calling him Clark would be what would. Uh, wait a minute. That is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I do love that the trailer in this I thought was phenomenal. The trailer for this because they got me twice. Okay. Originally for that trailer when they showed Clark in the field, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they did it to us. They did it again. They just gave away that Clark Kent's. Well, everybody knew he was going to be there. Yeah. But I hated when they put it like in right front center of right. the trailer in case someone missed it. Right. But then they the way they cut that trailer it looks like she was dreaming about him standing in the field. Right. True. Then true. They flip it on you again that back in. They do go back to Kansas, and it, it, he is standing in the field physically there. Mm-hmm. I true. loved that. That, that, that worked was, out This was well. for once the trailer was done right. right. See, I don't think he flipped evil. I think he was just, A, confused, because he's got four people in front of him. You only slightly knew the one, knew her. Yeah. She didn't know the other ones. Yeah. And the last time he remembers, he was fighting Batman. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, he was dead. Was, but Batman wasn't there at that point. Yeah, right. It was everybody because he was. Yeah, Batman was not. Yeah, Batman had to run to get to the scene when everyone else flew there. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> in this one, he didn't fight until Cyborg shot him. But yeah, okay, Cyborg. We're gonna get, to, we're gonna get yeah. to Cyborg here in a second. But he was right. in and Cyborg and Cyborg's yeah. armor. And Cyborg's what was going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and can, it was distracting with me at times the way Henry Cavill's top lip looked. Yeah. Because I wasn't there was, looking for it, so I were, go back and watch. No, I didn't even. I wasn't even looking at looking for it. But there were some close-ups where it was so obviously CGI because the lip yeah. was uneven and it looked cartoony. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, why did you not just pay him to shave the damn mustache and try instead of trying to CGI the stupid thing off afterwards? Why did they? <laughs> I never read any of the reasons. He was. He's well, in Mission I, Impossible Six, and and he didn't want to lose the mustache because yeah. he was filming that. At well, the no, time. He was, I think it was the contract with Mission Impossible yeah, he, Six. He, he wasn't allowed to get rid and of the mustache, they, and it was it was just the reshoots. It wasn't the full yeah. film. But there's enough reshoots in here that I'm just like, yeah. your face is 40 feet high on the screen. I'm going to notice. <laughs> you know? But, um, no, like I said, I liked Superman much better in this one. And um, and we're going to get Cyborg here in just a second. Yeah. But until Cyborg shoots at him, he didn't go into combat mode. He was True. still trying to figure True. out what is going on. Right. Yeah, he was still trying, he was to, un- trying to unscramble process. his brain. Exactly. Yeah, Everything was destroyed around him and being in the process of being and you got And that whole fight, you could say he's, he was reacting. Right. Yeah, but what was the time frame from him being gone? I, when they woke him up, months. Was it months or it was it longer? Months. I think it could have been much longer than that. Maybe a year. Maybe, maybe, but I don't think it was overly long. No, I mean, okay, because you, well, you still had, you still, 
course. You still see destruction as things are still being rebuilt, and they're still like you know, and the the world is still in mourning. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, yeah, the thing it's not, not going to be that much longer. Well, you know, if the world it still has mourning. Because wasn't um, then Lois said that she was attending a funeral that she didn't want to she want to go to. So it wasn't Clark. No, no, no. no that's not what you're talking about. <laughs> right, so no, so, but his his mom lost the farm to the yeah. bank. So, so and that been a little bit that takes a few months before a bank will put you into foreclosure yeah. if say, you're late. That, let's say that's we'll say three to four months. So at yeah. that point, I mean, so. it, it, yeah, it wasn't a year, so it wasn't really that long. No. But he was still debt. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, although although. Um, Bruce Wayne did come up with a good point saying we don't know he's dead. We don't know yeah. the condition of Kryptonians when this happens. Yeah. So That's true. he brought up a good point. Can he die on Earth? Exactly. <laughs> Which we've, we know later on that he can die. It's yeah. just, it just takes a whole lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but um, let's get into Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg, we do get almost a real origin for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the only character they actually do an origin for. Right. And it's not a full origin, but you find out that... Um, we, and we see from if you put together with what happened to Batman v Superman, yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit you see from that, yeah. and from this that um, he was a star athlete mm-hmm. who I think they said an explosion mm-hmm. yeah. happened to explosion, him, yeah. and his dad couldn't accept it and actually um, used the mother box technology that they had found somewhere because um, in this there's three mother boxes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this was the Lord of the Rings moment, yeah, yeah, one for the Atlanteans, one for the Th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, the, but the three the Earth boxes, box. yes. <laughs> um, in the war that we had skipped over before, yeah. Um, Steppenwolf had come to Earth to conquer before five thousand years before. Five thousand, okay. But um, and that which would have put it before uh, any of the history we have now. Mm-hmm. That's why no one remembers, right? And um, when you fuse the old, the three mother boxes of creation, I guess together they allow him to um, open a portal to I think a full portal or something. There it gives him the power to conquer the world, right? Yeah, yeah. It turns the world into his hellish yeah. home world. It's basically. A, yeah, that's what it was. It yeah. basically will start to convert. Um, the Earth and gives them the power to turn the Earth into apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Which anybody who's ever seen apocalypse in anything, you don't want that. No. 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 The fire pits and the no, no. So, but apparently, someone at Star Labs discovered the Earth Mother Box. Yes. <laughs> but, um, the Themyscarians were given um, not what? Yeah, Themyscarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a second there, I was thinking Thanagar because you get we had. Well, the Amazons. Box. Let's go with the Amazons. Yes, the Amazons. <laughs> which I we didn't understand. Vicky had read um, some things that people were complaining about what the Amazons are wearing. Yeah. But most of them were still wearing the regular armor. Some of them did not. It was a, yeah, it, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but the um, reason that some people were upset was only actually a very small percentage. Yeah. And it, it, unless you're looking for it, I didn't even right. think it wasn't even noticeable. But um no, the Themyscarians were um, protecting one of the mother boxes mm-hmm. because the original armies that fought against Steppenwolf to stop him was Themyscira um, Amaz- or, um, the Atlanteans before the Atlantis sank mm-hmm. they said this was when they were still above the ones yes. on the land and then um, humans with others helping which yes. would be the hawks with all the, tribes uh, the green man, man or or, yeah. huh? all the tribes of man yeah all the tribes of man which like I said that's your um, Lord of the Rings moment the yeah. armies of man the armies of dwarves exactly. and the armies of dwar- the elves mm-hmm. but um, so Atlantis and Themyscira had their boxes guarded yes. very well Humans just buried there. <laughs> In a secret burial ceremony that no one knew about. <laughs> so obviously someone at Star Labs has found this mother box. And Silas Stone actually uses it 
to turn his son into a cyborg. Yes. Because this, he recognized what it was. That's one of the things that, that yeah. Cyborg actually mentioned, that his father recognized the potential of what this box was and knew what it could do. So they've been studying it for a while. Yeah. Which was interesting because in this, and we know Cyborg is only maybe a month or two that he's been a Cyborg. Yes, right. it has not been Because long. at the very beginning, he's still processing all this information. Mm-hmm. Everything being wireless now, Cyborg can jack into anything. Yeah, and, and he says he basically he knows everything at once. Yeah, he, like yeah, he knows everything. Uh, that's one. That's a newer power for Cyborg because mm-hmm. um, it's and it's only been I don't know how long, but I know the original Cyborg couldn't do that. He was just a cybernetic. No, guy. when when they kind yeah. of rebooted the Cyborg char- the character, they made I think around him, the new fifty two is when they added yeah, this. yeah, much more cybernetic Wi Fi nanobot kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is why he can kind of regrow his limbs and right, that kind yeah. of thing. And then I, and the cool thing, well, in this one is he doesn't have control of his uh, of the cybernetic yes. enhancements yet right um, but it was cool when he got when uh, Steppenwolf tears him apart they kind of put his leg close to it and it kind of grabs yeah, together and together, morphs right. and becomes one again <laughs> that was slick but that's why like I said he doesn't have control his cybernetic side recognized with Superman because Superman did an uh, x-ray scan of mm-hmm. the four guys in front of him yep and um, the cybernetics Recognized it was being scanned yes. and went into defensive mode, right? And attacked, yeah. Which you don't do against. Which I mean, I think I think that was a good way of showing how new Cyborg was to these powers, yeah. this whatever he is. Um, to just to know that he's like, I'm not controlling this. I can't do anything. Yeah, and he's warning them. I I have no control. This yeah. is me, guys. So that'll that'll that's something that'll let you know what comes with time, and it'll tell you how well Cyborg progresses to be able to see him use yeah. what he can do. Well, at the end of the movie, you see him mm-hmm. working with his father. Yeah. Which, um, that relationship is a whole lot more strained in the comics than yeah. it is in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, you don't see a whole lot of Silas Stone in this. Well, although it, it seemed pretty strained at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> when they first, you know, because basically Victor, who is Cyborg, he, he was basically like, I, I didn't want this. Why did, yeah. why did you do this right. to me? And of course, the Flash wonders if he's had a pet cemetery moment um, with um, with Superman. With Super, uh, that's true. Superman was the pet cemetery moment, which I thought was funny. Yeah. So bringing people back to life in general in this movie is kind of yeah. <laughs> questionable, but um, but we do see Cyborg is more uh, more closer to what you normally see with Cyborg yeah. at the end of the movie. Serious yes. Cyborg character from the comics, not the crazy silly one from Teen Titans Go. Although. Yeah. You do get the booyah. <laughs> yes. That made me happy. I don't know why that made me so happy when he said booyah. <laughs> well, I mean, because I mean, it's like was I was so, waiting for that glimpse. He was <laughs> so serious. Yeah. He was so serious through it yeah, all. Yeah, that's true. You know, just to finally temple. And with booyah. him and with him and Flash mm-hmm. becoming friends, because like they were the young guys, they were the yeah. new ones. Mm-hmm. And when they were digging the grave and stuff, they were kind of getting to know each other a little. Well, that was funny. I was wondering. It's like they're digging that grave. It's like. Cyborg could have stood back and watched Flash, and uh, uh, half a minute could have had the whole thing done. I, but then they mentioned it. He was like, "You know, I could, I could get this done." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so, um, but we're getting close to the end, so we need to get into what happened at the end of this thing. Yes, yes. We did see Steppenwolf gets pulled away. Yes, and um, everybody's expecting that Darkseid will be the villain of Justice League Two. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe not. Mm. But before we get to that, we do get a mid-credit scene, which was just a. This was the the only one I could think of as blatant um, fan service. Yes. Over anything. And of course, yeah. if you've seen Supergirl, you've kind of already seen the scene. Yeah. Well, even if you've read comics, they've done this multiple times in yes. comics. Right. Um, but the nice thing was this also, to me, showed where Superman's at. 
Because Superman was like, okay, we're going to have a good time to do this. Yeah, he was, it, it was, was a friendlier Superman. Yes, this is a very much friendlier <laughs> Superman, but it was basically the setup of the race between the Flash and Superman. The the question that that Flash and Superman fans have debated since the beginning of and who's I, really faster. Yes. yes. And we've seen it in every incarnation of these two characters, mm-hmm. yes. in the Justice League cartoons, in all the comic books. And if I remember right, they actually have never. Neither one has a one up because they usually right. go back and forth. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's why win, they'll have another. That's one why the clip is unresolved. You right. see them exactly. start the race, and then that's it. Exactly, and it's all cool because you see Barry at the end of this, where we were talking. Barry actually gets a character art story art. Mm-hmm. Is Barry at the end um, gets via CSI, but he's actually mellowing out. He's not as much the emo as he was with him. No. No, he's not. He's not he's quite becoming, as gawky. At the end of this, emo. I'm thinking we're actually getting where Barry should have been at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yes. We're getting. He is recognizable as Barry Allen mm-hmm. at the end of this. Yeah. He went from 16 to 21. Basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we're like I said, we're getting a recognizable Flash. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. this could could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I've said since I saw this last night that. Um, it looks like DC's finally figuring out how to move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Which, for me, I think that's a lot of Jeff Johns' influence on this. Because mm-hmm. you got to think, Justice or um, Suicide Squad, he came in halfway through that movie. It was almost done already right. when he mm-hmm. was put in place. Right. right. Wonder Woman, he had was there the whole time. Right. And you see how phenomenal Wonder Woman was. Right. This one, he was there the whole time, but it was still mostly Zack Snyder's baby. Yeah. And you can see that in this movie. It is a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. But um, you can see the tweaks between him and Joss Whedon, how they change the tone a little bit, and I think DC's moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. If Warner Brothers will keep their hands out of it and let these guys that know comic books do comic book stuff, they, I think we will have a good film right. Um, base. Right. Just with Marvel. Um, when Disney bought Marvel, they said, okay, here's your money, make movies, and they put guys there that know comic books. And yeah, they were comic they, book guys. And they stepped away. And they, they stepped back. They were just like, sure, you're owned by Disney, but you're not a Disney mm-hmm. company. Right. Same thing that they've done with Lucasfilm. Yeah. Lucasfilm runs totally autonomous. But um, Disney just gave them a directive and said, do this. Mm-hmm. And then they let them do that. Exactly. They do what they were, they're good exactly. at. Exactly. Yep. So if Warner Brothers can learn to do that. Yes. We talked that to death on the show, so I'm not going to go into that. Warner Brothers will step back and let these guys, Jeff Johns and the other guys that they've brought mm-hmm. in, well, even that girl, do this. What was her name? Though? Patty Jenkins? Yeah. Patty Jenkins, yeah, 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 for sure. Let them make comic books on screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. We got a very good thing going. Exactly. So, um, was there anything else and you guys... the final clip. You didn't talk oh, about yes, the final clip. Oh, yes, we didn't talk about Yes, that. the final clip. <laughs> there was... You have to... Much like a Marvel movie, you have to stay till the end of all the credits yes. <laughs> this and, time um, around. I thought... I was hoping I was either going to get Darkseid. Mm-hmm. Something with Darkseid. Yeah. Like, it would have been Steppenwolf stepping out of that boom tube and facing Darkseid. Right. Or maybe a Green Lantern moment, hoping that we'd get our number seven. Right. Yeah, that, that was the thing that messed with me, that there was no number seven. So like, they, they, they screwed, well, screwed with the marketing from the beginning. Lantern <laughs> was supposed to be in this one, I think. Yeah, I right. think he was. I was hoping for Martian Manhunter myself. <laughs> but um, so it wasn't either one of those. This no. was a totally out of left field. Mm-hmm. And um, we see um, the penitentiary where Luthor's being held. Mm-hmm. Iron Heights, I think. Uh, is it Iron Heights that he's in? No, but, Iron Heights is Central City. The, yeah, Iron Heights um, is Central City. Yeah. Is he Blackie? Black I think he's Blackie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, He's supposed to come out of his cell, and you see him bald-headed, staring at the back wall, and the guard goes in to see him, and it's not Luthor. No, it's not. It's someone else. I was actually hoping 
that it, it would be a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been they, fantastic. They could have done it either a way. Back but... to uh, Superman two, right? And then the guard goes in to grab him, and hand goes right through him. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> that would have been great. But no, and then you shift to um, a boat coming across the water, and a guy with two swords. As soon as I saw that, I'm waiting a minute yeah, here. Yeah, you know exactly. That's if you know, you know exactly who yeah, it is. Yeah, you just see his back out. Yeah. Well, you see one. Deathstroke come up to the back of a ship, which actually a uh, yacht. Did you notice the name of that yacht? No. I just it just clicked to my head. It was Icon. Icon, yeah. And Superman Returns wasn't that the name of the ship that the um the yacht that he had? Yes. Wasn't it the Icon? It was the Icon. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it had. I think it was. I mean, I may be wrong. Because that was because I think it was because for some reason. I see those two Pomeranians that end up eating. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I think it was the icon there too, which mm-hmm. is would be interesting because I don't know if that was actually a comic reference or just a throwback to that right. movie. But um, and then you see Deathstroke get off the the ship and walk up onto the back of it, mm-hmm. and you get Luthor sitting there with the women waiting for him. Yeah, waiting for him and offering him um, wine and, cat, and Deathstroke says no, and we took the mask off. That was Wade Will or not Wade Wilson? Um, <laughs> Slade. Slade Wilson. We're getting yeah, dude, tired. They, they, yeah, getting uh-huh. old. Or get, yeah, getting old. <laughs> getting Wade, old. <laughs> getting tired. And the, the fact that I've been re- I read Harley, so I got Red Tool on there too. Yeah. So and that that character has gone back and forth so many times that no one mm. knows where it started. Mm. <laughs> you haven't had any jacks. You get so. you get the classic Slade Wilson though yes. with, mm-hmm. the with the white hair, hair and the goatee. Yes, that was he that was awesome. Like because because honestly, we all knew that Joe Man- Magnello was going to play him. Mm-hmm. We did not hear. He had no idea what he was going to look like. No. Yeah. Especially since they've already said that um, the Batman movie that they're writing, mm-hmm. that Matt Reeves, I think, is doing, mm-hmm. they're not doing Deathstroke in that. Right. Well, Deathstroke's so, supposed to get his own movie. Yeah. And Joe Magnello refused to comment on any developments with Deathstroke yeah, he said, you guys prior to this. And he didn't even say you got to watch what's coming. He just no, said, he said you got to talk to them. I can't say anything. you got to talk to them. Yeah, you got to talk to them. I can't say anything. you got to talk to them about what's going on. Yeah. I thought I looked like Nash. Like, oh, Kevin Nash? What, from the Punisher movie? <laughs> Actually, he did kind of. Kevin Nash from the first Punisher movie, the Thomas Jane one. Yeah, uh, he was the big guy with the stripes on it. Yeah. First Punisher movie was Dolph Lundgren. Well, the, the first, <laughs> first of the new run of Punisher movies. Right. <laughs> Though that one, I've not seen it yet. But the, I heard it was It was pretty awesome that he came up and basically Luthor said that they're going to create Yeah, the, we need our we, own league here. They're going to create the Legion of Doom is what yeah. Luthor is basically saying. Which, um, not, that's not the way they did it on... Legends, but that's fine. And, yeah. Um, but the original Legion of Doom and Super Friends was led by Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yep. Now Wilson wasn't in it, but yeah. he wasn't. And really, the comic, movie, the movies they're creating then. are Super Friends movies. So yeah, right. you have that. That's, <laughs> this one did feel similar to Super Friends. It was Super Friends, yeah. But um, not quite as fun and light, but it was Super Friends. <laughs> so uh, we're actually getting towards the end. Was there anything we didn't cover yet that we wanted to talk about a little bit? On I, this? I think we've kind of covered how we felt about mm-hmm. things. I think we, um, like I said, I think this movie was. Talking about it, I think it's actually a little bit better than um, the first impressions I had, almost. Right. Because there is a lot of really, really good stuff in here. Mm-hmm. There was stuff that didn't do quite right. I don't know if that was Zack Snyder or, Mar- or um, Warner Brothers or whatever, but they, they haven't hit it out of the park fully yet. And interestingly, um, you can look this up because I saw the, the blog post about this just earlier today that there have been some scenes leaked online that were cut that were Zack Snyder scenes. And now um, a lot of fans are trying to uh, look up getting a petition going to get DC to release the Zack Snyder version. 
Really? I think I think you would almost Be- have a very different movie. But I I mean, like, don't ask them to release another version. If yeah. these are leaked cut scenes, you'll get them on the DVD. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like just. Don't and bother. And I, think, I, I think I actually would like this movie better than the original version of it anyway. Because, like I said, I, I'm not a huge Snyder fan anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Snyder has not... All, he has a certain style. Even though he has done reasonably good movies that have been reasonably popular, he has not done good... He, he has not done great service to the characters themselves. No, no. Well, he yeah. has his vision created. Exactly. He takes those characters and makes his vision. Exactly. Right. I don't know. Was 300 any, anywhere near what the original what, book was? See, th- three, honestly, 300 see, 300 was, didn't have a lot of plot or dialogue. It, it was like, yeah, it was like... It or was, much writing involved at all. No. So. Some, some, die, die. Some, yeah, some, it die, was, die. yeah, there wasn't... Because I know Watchmen, everybody said... It, it, you could see the characters were there, but it wasn't Watchmen this, the way everybody No, it, it, and it wasn't. The thing is, Watchmen, I'll say it now, Watchmen is too big and too epic a book to ever Yeah, Watchmen should never have become a movie. It, it should never. Yeah, it, just, really. it, 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 would, it would have always done better as a TV show, especially now well, we're yes. getting with that what soon. we're getting. Yeah. Yes. So um, Well, with that one, I tried to read Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And my, my problem is the switching back and forth between comic... In regular novel, then comic, then regular, it just threw me off. Well, yeah, but that's why you can read it through as the comic and then read through the novel. Ah, see, I've never done it that way. <laughs> Maybe I should try it that Do way. Do it that way, and that way you can follow. I know follow. through Hoopla. I can actually yeah. get it through from the library now. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Was there anything else you guys want to hit on with Justice League? I just have one little thing of the whole story. Do you find it odd that the Amazons, Atlanteans, have had their boxes for 5,000 years, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, when Soups dies... Well, they had actually touched that on the beginning of it too. That um, Superman dying is what woke up the the mother boxes. Which I, well, I think really I think it was I think it was they were I think it was more a matter of soup coming to Earth did something to keep them from waking, and something to do with his death woke yeah. the one on Earth that woke the others. Okay, because well, I mean I would have thought that the other ones they were all three on Earth. They were all three on Earth originally. Well, I mean, like the buried one, the Earth. I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. In the very beginning, they established that the um, parademons are um, attracted to fear, and they did a good thing of showing that when Superman died, the Earth, the entire world went into mourning and lost hope, mm-hmm. that, which would be causing fear. Which mm-hmm. could maybe that is maybe that's and, what they're looking at if, that, that you, attracted the parademons. And, and the thing is, the if you remember in Bat Soup, you do have Steppenwolf in it. And you do have Luther dealing with Steppenwolf. When? And it, well, it was a cutscene. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's there. But <laughs> you can look well, it up. It was because Steppenwolf was in it. Deal. He, he had. Uh, he had something to do with the mother boxes. He was looking at them or something. That could be. What I'm thinking is um, that attracted Steppenwolf. Um, the the whole planet being in mourning and fear mm-hmm. yes. is what attracted Steppenwolf. Yeah, because when of the he comes, that his. It, I'm thinking the mother boxes were reacting to him being mm-hmm. in proximity to the planet. Yeah, that, because they notice they react, they work for him. But he, wasn't he already on Earth five thousand years ago? Yeah, so when he and they banished him. That's that's what the whole war was. I know, but when they have known, when he have known where they were at, or is it one of those like no, he was no, they, no, 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 they, they banished him before they separated yeah, he was the gone boxes and defeated and uh, pulled. And he pulled away and defeated before they actually separated. That, the that's another good point about the parademons and fear, though. Why did they never go after Flash? Because Flash was scared most of the time. <laughs> okay, they couldn't catch him. Yeah, they couldn't catch him. Yeah. 
Well, they did actually go after him in the battle. No, yeah, but that, they were going after everyone in the battle. Come that on. That was another thing that was cool about um, the trailer. Was you get that little bit about Superman in the beginning, but mm-hmm. most of that trailer, all the action stuff from the trailer, is the last twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. So most of this movie was mostly a surprise. Yeah, the trailer did not have as much of the movie as it looked like it did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever cut this trailer, actually, I think did a very good job. Yeah. What was that? It was babe? mostly just Bruce and Diana trying to get a group together, a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're almost running a little long work mm-hmm. for so, um, but I don't know. I think. My opinion is go see this movie, and it's worth seeing in the theater. Even if it's just seeing the six of them on screen together was phenomenal. It's worth seeing in a five dollar theater. I'll give it that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, we paid more than five dollars, but I'm just saying it five dollar theater. Yeah. But and like I said, it looks like DC, if they keep on track, are moving in the right direction. Hopefully. They're, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it progresses. It's, yeah, I mean, there's other rumors running out there about yeah. problems with things, but I'm not going to worry about deal with that. Because I mean, it's, okay, regardless, if you're into comics, you're going to go see the movie. Yeah, you're going to go see and all they, the comic movies. It this, doesn't matter. No matter if you like the way Zack Snyder does it or the way this is, this is the Justice League of America, the Justice League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. on the big screen. It's the first yeah. time it's ever happened. Right. Yeah, it's true. So they, it's worth they, seeing it for that. They brought the band together. That's right. <laughs> and um, so. But with that, is there anything else we want to cover before we wrap this up today? I think we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> okay. So, Geeksters, uh, check out GeekWatch1.com for all the news and anything that's going on with GeekWatch1. Also, watch the GeekWatch1 Facebook page because I will be putting up the event for the Meeplecast next week, either probably today or tomorrow as of recording. So, we'll put that up. And remember, we will be talking Stranger Things 2 next week, or at the Meeplecast this weekend. Uh, then next week, we got Punisher. We're supposed Get to be talking. And then the week after that, I believe it's um, Star Wars, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So we got a, a couple of big weeks coming up. Yep. Well, there's also yeah. Oddmall. Oddmall. Yeah, we have Oddmall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Oddmall show is actually in between, right before we get... So, yeah. Right. Man, we got busy, busy, but hopefully January will be really good. Well, hopefully we'll have something to talk about. Yeah, and we have something. We'll figure out something for the holiday shows because we don't usually do regular shows. Yeah, so I think Mike already wants us to come and play with them. Huh? We'll talk Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Vikings (laughs) is going back, right? Oh, he's trailers with Ivar. Ivar going out. Oh my god! Oh, you know he's going out. Well, we will have Vikings news coming. We have all kinds of stuff coming up. Um, and then the new priest. The, geeks, the, the geek uh, calendar doesn't slow down. <laughs> it never no. stops now. So um, You know, when we were growing up, it was just like we, we were clamoring for geek stuff, and now it's like, holy crap, hold on, people. Yes. <laughs> Let us catch up. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, like I said, anything, everything, geekwatch1.com. You can find us on all social media as geekwatch1, the word one, not the number. If you put GeekWatch1 into a search bar anywhere and you don't find us, let us know. Miss Dawn will take care of the problem. Yep. So, uh, also, GeekWatch1 at gmail.com is the email. If you want to, um, if you can't find us, email us, GeekWatch1 at gmail.com, and Miss Dawn will get that. Uh, we are members. Tell us what you think. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are members of the Tangibound at Weaving Geeks Networks at tangiboundnetwork.com for Weaving Geeks PC. And then for Dawn and Kyle and Vicky and myself and, um, as we say goodbye from the new Motherway Creations studios at the Oddball Outpost, just remember. No matter where you go, there you are.